Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the corner of truth and courage. Today, I want to talk to you about some things that will help you in your family. Parents, you only have one shot in raising your kids. You really do. And if you do it right, you're going to enjoy your years as a parent. And also, you'll get to enjoy your years as a grandparent. If you do it wrong, you might end up raising your kids' kids because you messed up with your own kids and you didn't do it right. Maybe you're out there and you're in uh, in that predicament. And, and what I'm going to share with you will help you even if you're there. I want to give you 10 be attitudes, in other words, attitudes that you need to to have to be, you know, take on this kind of thinking. The Bible says, you know, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. If you start thinking this way, which is a biblical way, then you're going to have better results. And let's face it, our kids in today's generations are facing more challenges than we had to when we were kids. I, I really truly believe that. I believe that's a statement that I can stand by. I mean, there's some junk and issues going on in schools more so than what I had to deal with when I was going through school and probably what you had to deal with. And there's more influences through TV and social media, more opportunities for kids to be influenced in the wrong way. And, and, and trust me, if you don't win your kid's heart, you better understand the devil is pursuing your kid's heart. And he's trying to destroy anything you're building that is godly and righteous. And so we need to pray for parents. We need to pray for our kids. And I hope that what I'm going to share with you today is going to be a help. Now, some of these things I got from a friend of mine, another preacher, some of these things are my own thoughts that I have with them, and I believe that these principles will help you greatly. So in raising kids, the goal, by the way, you need to understand, what was my goal here? You know, am I just trying to raise good kids? No, don't make it your goal to raise good kids or just healthy kids. Make it your goal to raise godly kids, godly children. Godly children will be good. But good children, good kids, may not be godly. And so our, our goal should be is to raise God-fearing, godly kids. And so number one, the first beatitude is this, be right. Be right. What do I mean by that? Be right with God. Be right with God. You cannot raise godly kids if you yourself are walking in in the flesh, and you're not right with God. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, in verses 16 and 17, the Bible says this, This I say, then walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth, lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. 
So if you're trying to say, uh, you know, be out there and say, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to be a godly person. I'm trying to, you know, live righteously and, and be right with God. And I'm trying to raise my kids to do the same thing. Then you have to be the real thing. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. We're not talking about perfection here. But you have to have a genuine desire to be right with God and walk in the Spirit. To be in church and to be in the Word and to and, and that God is not just, you know, uh, it, it's just not, you're not playing a game here. This is real with you. And, and so be right with God. Number two, there's, I got 10 of these here, so we need to get moving so we can get into these there. Number two, be balanced. Be balanced. Let me draw your attention to an interesting passage in Ecclesiastes. In the Bible here, we have something that tells us here, don't be too much this and too much that. Be balanced. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 16 and 17. Be not righteous overmuch, neither make, make thyself overwise. Why shouldest thou destroy thyself? Be not overmuch wicked. Neither be thou foolish, why shouldest thou die before thy time? What do we mean by this here? It means be balanced in your life. Don't make everything extremes. On, on every road, there are ditches on every side. And I find there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there who just make their life, everything is, is an extreme. Everything is, is either going to be their way or, you know, it's, it's, it's either my way or the highway. This is, this is what's right and anything else is wrong. If you're, not, if you're not dotting your I's and crossing your T's exactly how I am doing it, then, um, you know, then you're, you're, you're just a heathen. You're just, um, you know, wicked or, or whatever. Uh, you know, th- there's... Be balanced in your life. Not everything, believe it or not, is black and white. It's not. And as a kid, I remember growing up, and and I and I struggled with this. And I I really, uh, w- when you're a child, you don't understand stand this so much there. And I'm glad for my my parents and the way that you know they weren't perfect, but they were God fearing people, and they they loved the Lord. <coughs> they led me. In the way of God's precepts, they taught them faithfully, they lived them faithfully, and we knew what was right and we knew what was wrong, but we, we didn't live it with a hammer. We didn't hammer over the head everyone that didn't agree with us, and neither did we talk bad and ill of them when they didn't, you know, do it exactly like we did it and we lived it. We just understood, you know, this is in, in this house, this is how we're going to, we, this is how we choose to follow the Lord. Why? Because this is what we see the Bible saying to us. And and if person doesn't quite see it the same way, you know, we're not going to call them, you know, the devil and, and, and so be balanced, be balanced. Uh, I think it's Augustine of Hippo that uh, is, is accredited with this. In essentials, let's have unity. In non-essentials, let's give liberty, but in all things, let's have charity. And I believe 
that if we live our life that way, we will um, be better off. Number three, I got to move on. Be humble. Be humble. Proverbs 13, verse 10. The Bible says this, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. You know, if you, if you live and you try to be a parent just full of pride in everything that you do and don't admit wrong and, uh, and, and, um, and, and confess your faults one to another, even your children there, you're going to have conflict. You're going to have contention. Pride, with pride cometh contention. So the third thing, be humble. Number four, be patient. Be patient. This is not a sprint. Have you ever dealt with a toddler <laughs> and their tantrums? And sometimes that will of theirs is so strong. Remember this, be patient. Keep to your plan. Don't abandon what you know is right. And, uh, and take shortcuts and give in. You will, you're not going to find immediate results. It takes time to train up a child. That's what the Bible says for us, to train up a child in the way he should go. Training is not just telling them. Training is not just um, uh, ordering and expecting uh, and making the law and laying it down there. It is a practice. It is a constant practice, and you need to be patient. Here's the fifth thing. The fifth thing is this, be real be real. One of the greatest reasons, the number one reason why kids do not follow the Lord when they become adults is because they see hypocrisy in the home. That's the number one reason why uh, kids do not continue to follow the Lord is because when they become adults, they grew up with hypocrisy in the home. The Bible says this in Luke chapter 6, verse 41. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but perceivest not the, the beam that it is in, in thine own eye? Um, you know, don't, you know, trying to practice to be, don't pretend to be someone that you're not. Be the same. When you're out on vacation, when you're at work, when you're away from the church folk and the pastor and stuff there, your walk needs to be the same as it is when it's around God's people. There's an old song, your talk talks and your walk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks, and your kid is listening to your walk. And they develop bitterness and resentment towards you, and they see phoniness, and so don't let these things destroy the faith of your children. And that kind of brings us back to the point uh, number three, be humble. You know, when you mess up, when you do things and say things that are, that are wrong and you didn't get it out right like, like you should have and, and, and they saw it, uh, be, be real, be, uh, be genuine before them and, and humble yourself and say, son, you know, uh, I messed up here. And I need to apologize to you. That was wrong of me to say what I said and and stuff. Um, I remember my dad uh, growing up. He he now he was a first generation Christian. He had parents that didn't know the Lord, didn't know you know any better to, uh, better way to live because you know they were you know uh, led by darkness and didn't know uh, much more. And he and he hated though the hypocrisy that was in his uh, stepfather's life. And, you know, constantly, you know, he would hear, don't do as I do, do as I say. 
And and I remember him making comments about that lot about that a lot, how much that bothered him. And so for him being a father in front of his children, he made a very real effort to be the person that he preached. He was a pastor, you know, so he, you know, he practiced what he preached and he did. And it was a great example, not saying he was a perfect man, but uh, all of us need to have this determination that we're going to be real in what we do. And let me say this, um, it is powerful. It is very powerful when a parent who messes up, who does something wrong, confesses to their kids and is real with them, and they realize they're more interested in being right, in, I mean, in doing right, than just being right. They want to do right, and that sends a great message. And also, let me say this. Um, when kids don't see that in their parents and they see something different, they see hypocrisy and they see power and, and all that stuff there, it, it builds up resentment. And resentment is hard to get over. It's like bitterness. Bitterness begins to develop in their heart, and bitterness is like poison. It's like drinking rat poison, thinking and hoping for the rat to die. But you've taken it yourself. And, uh, and we've got to help our kids not to go down that road. Well, we're going to have to stop there, and we'll pick up with the other uh, items here of the Beatitudes. And I hope this will be a help to you here today. Join us again tomorrow as we jump into more at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.